When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into A to Z Sports Primetime from the Superbook Sports Studios. I'm your host, Buck Rising. I'm proud, as always, to be presented to you by the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage. GaryAshton.com is where you go for your dream address without the stress. Get the intel edge you need to succeed at GaryAshton.com. Superbook Sports. Download the Superbook app today and get in on all the action, whether it's football, XFL, the NBA, or anything in between. Superbook will always get you the best odds boost and promo bets. TrueMath Fitness. Download the TrueMath Fitness app or go to the MindBody app and sign up for your first workout free as a Middle Tennessee resident. TrueMathFitness.com is where you go for a new way to work out and a better way to achieve your fitness goals. So, Derrick Henry's future with all of this is not, um, you know, not set in stone right now. Now, I'm not here to do the, I think the Titans should cut Derrick Henry show. I think that Austin and Zach, uh, in fact, I watched a little bit of their show from a couple of weeks ago, maybe a week ago, maybe two weeks ago, about uh, how they feel on the Titans moving on from Derrick Henry, and both seem to be in favor of it with the way that they seem to articulate that. I still think that Derrick Henry has plenty of value here, but, you know, there needs to be measures taken to do it at a more affordable price tag because you cannot roll into 2023 with a running back with a $16 million and change cap hit right now. Derrick accounts for more than 7% of the Titans cap. A running back simply cannot be that uh, at this stage of the game. He is, you know, he was getting close to career highs in receiving last year, if not, I, he may have achieved his career high in receiving last year, as a matter of fact. So, you know, the versatility knock is not necessarily something you can use against him. But at this stage of the game, Derek is Derek needs to be a better, more of a cog than the primary engine that the Titans offense runs through. Now, they have options on the table for Derek. They have options on the table for Tannehill. They even have options on the table for Somebody like Bud Dupree, who has not yet been released. So I think that uh, I think that when you look at the circumstances for the Titans, they only have $12 million in cap, cap space after clearing over $36 million of contract, right? They were 26 in the hole. So they have, uh, they have just now gotten back to a space where really they've got about $8 million in actual cap space when you consider the different things that there will have to be portions of their salary cap allotted to rookie deals uh, and the practice squad pool money to sign free agents throughout the course of the season. They have to budget this thing correctly. So really they've only got about $8 million right now after all of the work that they've already done. So they still need to get some stuff done and Derrick Henry should be a prime candidate for something moving forward, whether it be, a release, whether it be a restructure, there are a variety of different options that they can explore. So we're going to go through some figures on Derek here in just a second. 
right after I remind you that the uh, Two Rivers Ford Take, well, I suppose I should ask you your Two Rivers Ford Take before I remind you who presents the Two Rivers Ford Take. The uh, question this evening for you, how should the Titans handle Derrick Henry's contract situation right now? If you want the details, if you don't know them off the top of your head, that's okay. I've got you covered. But how should the Titans handle Derrick Henry's future and his contract situation being that he is in the last year of his deal? We will discuss at length together right after I remind you that the Two Rivers Ford Take is presented by Two Rivers Ford. Two Rivers Ford always sells all new non-specialty Ford vehicles below MSRP, and they will always go above and beyond to make sure that you enjoy the car buying process. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. So, looking at the situation for the Tennessee Titans and specifically for Derrick Henry's contract. So, you know what it is for uh, the Titans. They have $8 million in effective cap space right now. It's uh, definitely better than where they were. They were the fifth worst cap uh, strap team in football right now. They've done a lot more uh, big name releases than any other team other than you know, the Raiders with Derek Carr at this point, but the Titans still have not done enough to get themselves in a better position to compete this year, if that's in fact what they intend to do. And that's what the messaging has been. So Derek Henry's contract um, is structured this way. He has $10.5 million in base salary. He's got a bonus, a roster bonus. Uh, well, he's got two different bonuses. He's got a prorated bonus of $5.3 million and an additional bonus to 500000 He has a total cap hit of $16.36 million right now. It's 7%, 7.1% of their total salary cap. Now, if they cut Derek, they will have to eat some dead money, but they will save $6.26 million if they release him pre-June 1st. There is a designation that would allow them to save $11 million if they release Derek post-June 1st. If they trade Derek Henry, they'll still be on the hook for some money, but they will have to, uh, the other team will assume the $10.5 million in base salary if you trade Derek Henry in the final year of his deal. Now, there's also options on the table to restructure. You can restructure Derek's contract. They uh, will put themselves in a better position if they have Derek Henry on the roster and bring the money, bring the the cap hit on him down at this stage. There's a lot of smart ways that they can do this that don't mean that Derrick Henry is done by, uh, you know, as a Titan at this point. I would be shocked if that was the case, but, you know, there's always going to be something in any given offseason, and I'm not, again, I'm not alluding specifically to Derrick, I'm just saying. There's always one thing in every NFL offseason where you look around and you say, what the bleep happened here? How could they possibly have done this? Whether it's trading, uh, whether it's trading AJ Brown, whether it's uh, trading Jarrell Casey was a big one for a lot of you guys. This is common in the NFL and becoming more and more common every day. Um, Thomas Lawrence said, "Why would you trade Derek? That new GM is in question." Well, no, I'm not saying it's got. I mean, I have no idea what Rand Carthon wants to do with Derek Henry. Why would you trade Derek Henry? Because Derek Henry is a 29 year old running back uh, with a ton of mileage on him who's still playing high level football. And all the high-level football that Derrick Henry played still amounted to seven straight losses. Like, you got to be realistic about your money and what is the best allocation of resources to help you win football games right now. I'm not saying that Derrick's not a part of that. 
I'm just saying that Derek is 29. And at some point, you got if if you get an offer that allows you to sell high, you have to at least consider it, right? Now, all this could be a roundabout discussion. And you could say Derrick Henry will play out 2023 with a $16 million cap hit. And, uh, you know, in the last year of his deal, and maybe the Titans extend him. That's also on the table. It would be the worst potential option because he cannot account for 16, or rather for 7% of the cap, more than 7% of the cap when they have so many other needs around him. Um, and listen, you guys are going to get passionate about this. I understand. Thing that I ask you, I don't care if you're butthurt about the idea that we're even talking about this around Eric Henry. Like, it really doesn't bother me one bit. I would say that these are all options that are being discussed internally. If you're not mature enough to handle them, I don't know what to tell you. But you can't get all bent out of shape. You're like, they're not trading my favorite player. I don't know why I made my my mentions sound like that. I apologize. I don't know. I don't know what any of you sound like, to be completely honest. Uh, I barely know what I sound like half the time, although I hear my voice more and more, and it sounds more grating every day. But I will say to you that, uh, you know, I'm not interested. I'm really not interested in, like, getting into a bunch of uh, whining because I've even bothered to mention the name Derrick Henry because we're going to talk about Bud Dupree, too. But Derrick's contract is fascinating at this point, and they have to have options on the table. Um, I think Stephen King says you matched my voice perfectly, Buck. Chad Phillips says, cut Buck off the team. Yeah, you wouldn't save enough money, honestly, Chad. Although, um, you know, it is, a, it is a contract year for your boy. So maybe they maybe they sell low on my contract at A to Z Sports and 104.5 The Zone. Uh, it is also, Derrick Henry is in his contract year. Ryan Tannehill is in his contract year. And I am in my contract year. So, you know, one of these things is not like the other. Anyway, so Derrick Henry was asked about his... Uh, his is asked about his situation um, by Sirius XM at Super Bowl Radio Row last week, two weeks ago. It's been, I guess it's been damn near two weeks since the Super Bowl. Either way, Derrick Henry was asked about his future, given that there's a, there's a new GM. This was his response. What do you see for, for your team? Obviously, you've got a new GM and Rand Carthon uh, comes in and just the direction of where the Tennessee Titans will be moving forward here. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm excited. Um, the rain, um, rain coming in and um, taking taking over and um, bringing that enthusiasm and the, and that uh, you know the success that he had at um, the 49ers organization and you know learning for those guys over there and they they have great quality players guys who who play um, you know full tilt on all three phases and hopefully we can find some guys in the draft that can come do do the same thing and um, you know get some guys in free agency but you know I'm always excited for. A new journey. Um, you know, this this year was tough. You know, it's always tough when you don't have we we have a lot of injuries. You know, we saw that yeah. with San Fran in the NFC Championship game when yeah. the guys go down, it's hard to replace them. So, you know, just just excited for a new year, um, and, and, and embracing the journey. Excited to see what Rand does, and um, excited what we have in store for the organization for the year. So, that is Derrick Henry talking on Sirius XM. Um, Sorry if I'm distracted. I just got a text about a Titans release that I was not expecting, and I just want to make sure that I clarify. Uh, okay. Head on a swivel season, kids. We'll see uh, We'll see if there's any news at some point tomorrow. I think that's entirely possible. Okay. Keep an eye out. Um, so, with Derrick Henry, we'll see what happens. You know, I think that there's a lot of different options on the table. 
they may they may decide to do nothing and work around Derrick Henry's contract and not want to you know jostle him because he is the most important thing that they have had in the last couple of years. But at some point they need to evolve and he needs to be a uh, he needs to be a more complimentary piece than he is a featured piece. At some point, uh, you guys are freaking out. Uh, why do us like that, Buck? Uh, who's getting cut? Well, listen, no, I just I got a text. I want to clarify. I don't want to be reckless, but, you know, maybe there's news. Maybe there's not. I sent a text. If I get a response during the show, maybe we'll break it here. Probably not because Austin and Zach would kill me if I didn't put it in a website article. But, you know, uh, yeah. <laughs> you uh, you work with what you got. Anyway, um, thinking about this situation, I think that Derek, I mean, I would be shocked to see Derek Henry not on this rock roster uh next year but they have to find different options on the table they have to find any and all available options because the money right now is tight and they need a lot of help so let's talk about bud dupree and get into a situation where uh they can uh they can find different um they can find different players for or rather they can find different savings from players who they are trying to uh who are they are trying to figure out different ways if they can make them work on the roster. Bud Dupree is an example of that. Clearly, they want to figure out a way that makes sense to keep Bud Dupree on the roster. They can also cut Bud and save um, about $9 million at this point, a little over $9 million if they so choose. Now, in Bud Dupree's circumstance, um, I think that uh, I think that there are a couple of different reasons to keep him and a couple of different reasons to cut him. We'll go through those together. The question that I would ask you on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch, cut, keep, or restructure Titans offensive linebacker, or offensive linebacker, outside linebacker. I'll be honest with you guys. I'm exhausted. <laughs> I'm so tired. I feel like I'm, uh, I feel like I'm like, uh, I don't know. It's just, it's been a long, long day, and I've had about a four, four hours of sleep. I don't know why I couldn't sleep last night, but if I'm making no sense, that's why, forgive me. Cut, keep, or restructure Titans outside linebacker bud dupree not offensive linebacker that would not be correct uh so with the situation for bud bud's uh contract looks like this and we'll walk you through the details of it just so you can have a more uh a better picture of what it means for the titans at this point he has a cap hit of 20.2 million dollars it's obviously absurd it's the biggest cap hit on the five-year deal that he signed uh, with the Titans back in 2021. He was uh, accounting against the cap for 19.2 last year. He will count against the cap for 19.2 next year and has zero guaranteed money left on his deal after this season. If they cut him today, it saves $9.35 million. Um, $9.35 million is substantial savings right now. If they cut him after June 1st, which... I mean, theoretically, they could do if they addressed the position in the uh, in the um, in the draft. At this point, they'll also have free agency. There would be savings of fifteen point seven five million dollars. But again, you would not get that money until after June first, and that's when the big spending obviously has already occurred. So with Bud, he makes a difference when he's out there on the field. The problem is he's missed twelve games total uh, of the thirty-four possible games that he uh, that he has been able to play for the Tennessee Titans. 17 games in his first year, 17 games in his second year. He has played in only 11 games 
in those two seasons. And he hasn't played 11 full games because we know he's gotten hurt in several of them, had to be pulled from several of them. Uh, it's a uh, it's a circumstance that I think, you know, when you look around and you see what Bud gives you versus how little Bud is actually out there, it's problematic, but they don't have an edge rushing solution. It's tough for them to move on from this guy right now, even as Harold will be back and Harold will be as close to full health as humanly possible because it's, I mean, he didn't play a snap last season, right? He got hurt before the season actually began. So theoretically, he should be more than ready for training camp and has to, of course, go through all the things to test out his knee and play games. But, you know, Harold should be back at least to some marginal version of himself. Now, whether a marginal version of Harold Landry is enough to make up for cutting Bud Dupree is a different conversation. Because I think Bud makes a difference. Bud helps create for the other. It's like Danico Autry. Um, Danico Autry is more of a of a gritty role player in this way, but still gets production on himself, still is able to create for players around him. Bud Dupree does that as well. So it's a really, really good asset to have if your pass rush is rolling like it's supposed to. Problem is they haven't been able to keep all these guys out there, and particularly Bud is as big a problem as any. Now, when you talk about uh, rebuilding, there's a couple of different things that would signal to me a rebuild if they cut Bud Dupree outright, that would, to me, would signal rebuild for sure. Uh, yeah, and I think it's more moves that, got, that are going to come, um, especially at the quarterback position when I look at Ryan Tannehill. And, yes, Ryan Tannehill has done a great job of handing the football off yeah. um, to Derrick Henry. You know, a great job at doing that. But when you look at the five playoff games that he's been a part of, only been throwing the ball for, what, 150-something yards, uh, seven touchdowns, five interceptions. They need to get more out of the position. And then you look at Malik Willis last, uh, you know, when he got in last year, the guy threw the ball for 35 yards a game. You know what I mean? They have to get more out of the quarterback position. And then you look at the AFC South, it's just there for the taking. And so I believe Rand Carthon, he's going to, yeah, he's going to clear everything. He's going to press reset. And it's going to start with a new quarterback. So... Uh, a new quarterback is a different discussion, right? But Bud Dupree uh, moving on from that contract would signal, you know, we don't like the deals that John Robinson did. Get that one off the books. Let's just try and start over with new players. Um, you could cut Tannehill as well. Tannehill has not been a part of our discussion tonight, but obviously Tannehill has $18 million in sa savings um, and uh, and has a situation where um, it can be $27 million in savings if they get him out after June 1. So there's a lot of different things that they can do here. Bud Dupree is a big chunk of it. I think the argument can be made in both directions. Cut him or restructure him. You can't keep him at that number right now. So uh, let's move on. And uh, J Street says $37 million post June 1st. No, it's not $37 million. Uh, it is $27 million. I can give you the exact figure if you would like it. If you would just give me a moment, I will pull it up on uh, over the cap. Ryan Tannehill savings are $27 million flat if he is released post-June 1st. Uh, the, the dead money drops from $18.8 million to $9.6 million, $27 million in total savings. Thank you for your contribution. Uh, anyway, so weekend bounce back. Who in sports needs to bounce back? I think it may be me. Uh, because I am, you know, basically, uh, I, I just, I don't know. I feel completely out of it tonight. And I don't know why that just hit me like a ton of bricks. But either way, weekend bounce back. Who needs to bounce back in sports this week? Let's talk about it together. 
right after I remind you that the Primetime Show is presented by TrueMav Fitness. Get your fitness goals accomplished. Get your journey started. It's the hardest thing to do to get started, but once you do, I assure you, you will feel so much better. You will feel that uh, that level of excitement of what it is to go and get your workout in every day. I am not somebody who ever enjoyed working out, truly, but that has changed since I have seen the tangible process uh, progress that TrueMath Fitness has made for me. They can do the same for you. They've got all kinds of membership options, and they will even let you try their classes for free as a Middle Tennessee resident. Go to TrueMathFitness.com for more information. So, uh, as we look at the situation, Chad Phillips says, Buck, you need a beer. No, I think that would make things substantially worse. I'm already like, uh, I don't know, I just got like lightheaded and like super delirious all of a sudden. So, I don't think alcohol would help that situation. We just need to land the plane on the primetime show and uh, need to go take a nap. Um, With weekend bounce back, who needs to bounce back in sports this week. Give me your response on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. I think the options are varied out there right now, but uh, Aaron Rodgers is where I would turn my attention to. He has come out of his darkness retreat in Oregon. He is somebody who is, uh, you know, held the NFL offseason hostage yet again for the third straight season. It is entirely likely that he ends up going back to the Green Bay Packers Um, I, you know, Aaron Rodgers ego, I don't think it needs a bounce back. It seems to be very, very much intact, but the rest of us who have to suffer through all of Aaron Rodgers shenanigans throughout the course of the off season, just to see him go back to the Packers again, uh, it would be, it would be ideal if Aaron Rodgers would just kind of, you know, let us all be for a little while. Although I've got three hours of sports talk radio, two podcasts and a streaming show to do on a regular basis. So more content, baby, keep it coming, Aaron, maybe take another trip. Uh, Noji Pierre says Ben DiNucci and the Seattle Sea Dragons in the XFL need a bounce back. Uh, I didn't watch a snap of that. I probably won't, to be honest with you, but I think that, uh, everything that I've heard from Paxton Lynch getting benched in yet another professional football league probably could use a bounce back. I know producer Robert was very much in tune with that this weekend. Um, I'm tired of all these wore out players that give us no effort, says Eric. I don't know what he's talking about there. Chad Phillips says, do we still have Dobbs? No, for the thousandth time, he is an unrestricted free agent on your roster or no longer on your roster. Uh, and Jody Newell says, drama queen, stay in Green Bay. Well, you know, <laughs> with the, the American flag bald eagle picture, I don't know why I, I picture, I picture the eagle saying that the eagle calling Aaron Rodgers a drama queen and saying, stay in Green Bay. Maybe that's just the delirium that's setting in. Hooligan says Kyrie Irving needs to bounce back in sports. I'll be honest. I haven't paid attention to much uh, Kyrie since he got traded to the Mavs. I don't know what, uh, how it's going in Dallas with him and Luca right now, but I think that, uh, I think that I'm certainly, I was certainly intrigued by the trade, but apparently not intrigued enough to actually watch the basketball games. Although I do have the Grizzlies game on right now. And it's good to see them handling themselves against Philadelphia. Uh, let's see. No G says Taylor Lewan needs to bounce back. I don't know. I think Taylor's got a pretty soft landing. I think he's going to be okay. Uh, Patrick Bird says, what's the numbers on Amani Hooker? Well, he's, I mean, he's only in the second. Well, no, he's not even in the second year. of state. Well, I guess it was an extension. So the first year of the new extension starts this season and the money goes up uh, on him. MB says Eric B needs a bounce back. I don't know. It seems like, it seems like Ron Rivera understood the situation and Washington did a lot to like, put him in position to have the best chance at a head coaching job 
next time the cycle comes around. Um, he is an assistant head coach now in Washington. He's got full control over all his offensive staff, which is pretty huge. Um, they've done a lot to help Eric Bieniemy realize his ultimate goal. Um, and you know, obviously Washington's still benefiting from somebody who is regarded as a uh, uh, who is well regarded as an offensive coordinator in the league right now. All right, it's going to do it for us tonight. Um, I think we've successfully done the primetime show. Maybe not our finest, maybe not our crispest. So I apologize for that. But uh, always enjoy spending the week with you guys. Thank you for your time. We will be up in Indianapolis on Tuesday through Thursday night for the primetime show. I will be in Indy also on Friday, but obviously no primetime. We'll do the radio show up there um, Tuesday through Friday. So that'll be a great time. We're going to have Rand Carthon on. We're probably going to have Mike Rabel on. Uh, we'll work to get a lot of different people who will be at the Combine on throughout the course of the week, and it'll be great work. We'll preview that with you on Sunday night on the primetime show. Mike Janitti, who runs SpotTrack.com, he'll be on the radio show, as will Coach Mack tomorrow, so make sure you're listening from 10 to 1 on 104.5 The Zone. Uh, meanwhile, you know, head on a swivel, as I said earlier. We'll keep you updated as news becomes available. Um, and you know, maybe a red alert. It was just a very, very interesting message that I got in the middle of the primetime show. And I felt that you guys should at least be made aware of the possibility that something may happen in the coming days. Meanwhile, I will talk to you guys Sunday night. If I don't see you on the radio show tomorrow, have a great weekend. Well, are you surprised to hear that? <laughs> Certainly not. The first year we took it to the limit and I was in Miami with my new beach house. Well, it was a couple minutes from the beach. It's been 20 years since then. We haven't been too strong in the last few years. Oh, we've been strong. We're just playing by the rules. You can't have a newcomer come in and steal a show.